from Avenue A. Welcome to the Montague Reporter Podcast. My name is Sarah Brownianson. I'm here with Izzy Vakula Curtis. Hi, I'm Izzy Vakula Curtis, and I write the Office Corner for the Montague Reporter. I go to Turner's Falls High School and Grant Falls Middle School. This is my last year in eighth in the middle school, so I'm in eighth grade right now. And then next year I'll go to Turner's Falls High School and be in ninth grade. I'm 13 years old, but I'll be 14 next week. Happy birthday. Thank you. The Author's Corner is a place where I review recent books that I've read and interview authors if they respond when I reach out to them. And I give my thoughts on the book and who I would recommend it to, and yeah. And how did you first get involved in writing the column? Um, a while ago, when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, I started the Turner's Falls Waterfall, which was like a newspaper that I made, and I would tell it to my neighbors, and I would write about what was going on on our street and stuff like that. And then one of my neighbors, Jean Coldis, recommended me She's like, oh, you should start writing for the Montague Reporter. And then my mom's friend, Leslie Cogswell, reached out to me and wanted me to write an article about the food drive for the Montague Reporter. And shortly after that, I reached out to Mike Jackson and asked if I could write the author's corner because I really like books. And I had a couple encounters with authors before, and I thought it would be interesting. Uh, what would you say have been the highlights of writing your column so far? Um, and what books have been your favorites? One of my favorite books, I think, or this is one of my favorite series, is the Fablehaven series by Brandon Mole. I haven't had him respond to me because he's a pretty popular author and kind of hard to like get to respond because he's really, really popular. But I went to the Book Expo event in May in New York City and I met Brandon Mole's editor, which was really cool. And I got to talk to him about my column and about um, Brandon Mole's books and how much I enjoyed them and it was really really cool and one of the other highlights of my column I'd say was when I reached out to an author named Natasha Lowe who wrote a book called Lucy Castor and she lives in the area and so she came to my house for the interview which was really really cool so I got to interview her in person and meet her and it was really awesome. What kind of books do you like to read the most? Is there a particular genre you gravitate towards? I really, really like love stories, and then I also like mysteries, which are very different from each other. But I think they're just my favorites. Those are the two genres that I like the most. How do you get ideas of books to read or columns that you're going to do? What's your process like? Our school librarian, Tabby Martinelli, has recommended a couple books to me. In my recent column, she recommended A Good Girl's Guide to Murder to Me and A Study in Charlotte, which I haven't reviewed yet, but they are both mystery books. And so she recommends some of the books to me. And sometimes my mom will recommend a book to me or my aunts or my grandma because they all like to read a lot. So sometimes they'll recommend a book to me and then I'll read it. And when I was at the Book Expo event in May, um, I got to see a lot of cool books and interact with a lot of authors, which was cool. And I reviewed some of those books for my column. The Book Expo is a big event in New York City. It has, it's a giant event held in the Javits Center, which is like a really, really big building. And it has a ton of windows and it's super, super big. And there's a lot of different rooms, and there's authors there, and readers, and vloggers, 
bloggers, teachers, journalists. There's just a lot of different people there that have some connection with books. And there's a ton of authors there that are giving out samples of their book that haven't been released yet. So most of them are called ARCs, which are advanced readers copies. So when I went to the book expo, I got a ton of books to read or ARCs. And I got to interact with a lot of the authors there. And it was really, really cool. And I got to use a lot of the books that I read and the authors that I met for my column. In fact, this week's column, you mentioned that you had gotten the book for this week's column at the Book Expo, right? Yeah. And what's the title of the book that you wrote about this week? A Match Made in Mendy. And who's the author? Nandini Bajpaj. This book was about a girl named Simi whose family are from India and it's tradition that they're matchmakers and so they always set their daughters or their sons up with someone and they expect them to carry on their tradition. Simi really really likes art. She loves doing Mendy like in the title which is like henna tattoos. Um, and she loves experimenting with that and making art. So she doesn't really want to pursue a career in matchmaking like her family wants her to. But Simi and her best friend Noah create an app called Matched, which has a ton of questions that they present to their school. A ton of students from their school take an interest in the app and register and they've created a ton of matches over the app. So it's kind of like Simi's own way of carrying on her family's history, but in a technological way. That's really cool. Um, and what's the romance aspect of the book? Well, part of it is matchmaking, which is like the obvious part, but Simi also, while creating the app, finds some people that she's matched with herself. So I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. But she falls in love by the end of the book with somebody that she meets through her app. And who do you recommend read this book? Who's it good for? Um, I think anybody that likes love stories. It's kind of like a light book. There's not really any parts that are like super sad or anything. So it's kind of like a light book and I thought it was really good to read around Valentine's Day or over February vacation. For like the age group, I'd recommend it to young adults, to adults, because my mom read it and she really liked it and I read it and I really enjoyed it. I'll have to check it out. It's recently came out because I got it at Book Expo, so I'm pretty sure it came out in September. Mm -hmm. So it's fairly new. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I think the library probably have it, but I'm not sure. Can you read a sample of your column this week for our listeners to get a sense of what a column is like? Yes, so actually this column I got to interview the author. So I'll read one of the questions that I asked her and her answer. Since the match made in Mendy is a love story, what is your favorite love story and why? And she answered with, Sorry to be predictable, but I would have to say Pride and Prejudice. I love Elizabeth and Darcy's characters and that they grow and change for the better because of each other and end up together even when there are many obstacles in their way, most of them self-inflicted. So I love that you reach out to authors. I feel like it's not everyone would take the time to do that and give authors feedback, and I'm sure that they love it. I'm wondering what kind of feedback you have received from either from authors or from readers about your column. Um, authors, 
I think really, really like my column because most of them, when I email my author, I say my name and my age and the column that I'm writing and how I want to interview them, interview their book for my column. And most of them, when they find out how young I am, are really impressed and it makes them more willing to um, respond that I'm a young girl who's doing who's writing for a newspaper. So I think most authors are pretty impressed with that. And I've heard a lot of readers really enjoy the column too. What are your plans for future columns? I would love to interview Brandon Mull, who writes the Fable Haven series, like I said before. And he wrote another series called Dragon Watch with the same characters. And it's really, really good. I'm on the third Dragon Watch book right now, and I love his stories, but he's a really, really popular author. But hopefully as my column grows, I'll be able to interview him because he's like my favorite author. Nice. Why do you like his books so much? I like his books because sometimes when I'm reading them, I just like, I feel like I'm kind of like in the world that he writes in. Like he writes about dragons and like mythical creatures. The plot is that there are these two kids, Kendra and Seth, and they go to their grandparents' house for the summer vacation and at first they're like oh I don't want to go it's going to be so boring but they discover that their grandparents have a secret preserve called Fable Haven which has a ton of magical creatures like demons and fairies and stuff and it's a really 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 good book. Izzy is there anything else that you want to mention about your column? One of the things that first kind of started the column, aside from the Turner's False Waterfall and my neighbor recommending me for the column, was when we were reading Holes in, I think, fourth or fifth grade at school. We were on Lewis Satcher's Instagram, not his Instagram, on his website, and there was, like, spots where you could contact him, learn about his books. So I think we were supposed to be learning about his books, but they had a site where you could contact him on the website. So I asked my librarian if we could if I could contact him and she's like sure why not but I didn't really think he'd write back because he's a pretty really he's a really big author Mm -hmm. um so I reached out to him and I put my personal email address so it wouldn't go to the school and he ended up writing back and that was I think one of my first author's columns ever which was really really interesting and it's also he's a really big author so I was really excited that he wrote back I've never had like a bad encounter with an author, like over email or whatever. They're always super, super nice. And yeah, at the book expo, when I met them, they were all really, really nice too. Like I met Jackie Robinson's daughter at the book expo and she wrote a book about what it was like growing up being the daughter of Jackie Robinson. And she was super, super nice. And yeah, I got my picture taken with her and that was really cool because Jackie Robinson's so famous. And it was really cool that I got to meet his daughter. Thank you so much for coming in um, and speaking with us for the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Montague Reporter podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. It helps us get more listeners. Buy the Montague Reporter newspaper at a local business or subscribe on our website, montaguereporter.org. Thank you to Blue Dot Sessions for the music. Big thanks to Greenfield Community Television for technical support and equipment. We will be back with a new episode soon. In the meantime, call us at 413-863-8666 to let us know what you think.
You can also email us at podcast at montaguereporter.org. Mm-hmm.